Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Would you like some chips? Ooh, marmalade, my favorite tortilla chip flavor. Don't mind if I do. Hold on, did you just throw that chip bag on the floor? Sure did. I want to be like one of today's historical figures, Johnny Appleseed. Every time I'm done with candy or chips or a pudding cup, I drop it on the ground so a beautiful snack tree can grow. Call me Bee Snackseed. B, Johnny Appleseed didn't just drop seeds anywhere. He planted orchards across multiple states. What you're doing is kind of just littering. Well, Elliot, you're reminding me of our other historical figure. But I gotta tell you, Mark Twain's lectures were a lot more fun than yours. Sorry, maybe a little theme music will help? Well, they do say music helps plants grow. Come on, pudding tree. Oh, goodness. Eric, please play the theme song. What do you think you know about the greats from history? The game is on, get some energy and buckle up your brain Cause it's time to play, it's the Who Was Podcast Cause it's time to play the Who Was Podcast Live from Tongaland, or so-called SoCal Los Angeles Welcome to Who Was, the history quiz show that gives contestants the chance to win mega prizes and podcast glory. I'm B, your announcer with the most announcer. And here's your host, the man whose letter you never got because he actually forgot to stamp it, Elliot Kalin. Thank you, B, and welcome everyone to the Who Was podcast. You know, this show is like Jeopardy, only with surprise guests, silly games, and a wicked cool water slide. Whee! Our contestants were sent Who Was books about two great figures from history. Now they're here to show off their knowledge in hopes of winning fantastic prizes! 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 Today we're discussing two household names who don't use their real names, Mark Twain and Johnny Appleseed. But before we get to know them, let's get to know our contestants. First up, we have August. August, please introduce yourself. Hi, my name is August, and yes, it's many. I was born in August, but I was named after my great-grandfather. Oh, wow. So if you were born in August, I think that makes you a Leo. Yes. Um, August, do you love the spotlight, and are you sort of bossy? I'm not bossy, but I do love the spotlight. Oh, okay. Are you a performer? Do you do, like, any, um, like, plays in school or anything like that? Well, I did I did a few, you know, acting things back, but I haven't done it since COVID hit, really. Oh, okay. Yeah, I mean, I feel like we're all kind of, you know, uh, feeling that in the biz. Um, great. Well, we're excited to have you on the show today, August. Thank you. And up next, we have Brady. Brady, please introduce yourself. Uh, hi, my name is Brady. Um, a fun fact is Probably I play travel soccer. Oh, wow. Okay, what position do you play? Uh, mostly striker. So you're out there scoring goals? Yeah, basically. I had one today, actually. 
That's great. I have a question. I've never played travel soccer. Is that that you go somewhere to play soccer, or do you play it while you're traveling, like in the aisle of an airplane or on a bus? No, no, no. It's like um, you travel and then play. Oh, okay. Okay, so the traveling and the soccer are separate. It's not like you're on a train and one goal is on one end of the train and the other goal is on the other end of the train. Not even close to that. Oh, All right. Not, well, no. maybe try it. Could be fun. Not even close. Could be fun. Yeah. Windows could be broken. <laughs> true. Very true, August. Yeah, that's true. But Elliot, I like the sound of this. It could be uh, uh, the next big sports craze. Mm-hmm. Well, thank you both of you for being here. And thank you to Eric, our musician, for providing that lovely live Meet the Contestants music. So that's who is Brady and August. Now let's find out who was Johnny Appleseed with four fast facts. Four fast facts. Johnny Appleseed was born in 1774 and died in 1845. Johnny Appleseed traveled through Ohio and Pennsylvania planting apple trees and preaching the Christian gospel and the theories of Swedish philosopher Emanuel Swedenborg. He helped pioneering settlers stake claims on new lands by showing them how to grow orchards. He was a vegetarian and advocated for fair treatment for animals. Four Fastbacks. All right, now Brady and August, I'm gonna get ahead of this a little bit and let you know that um, our host Elliot doesn't really like fruit. What, what, what? He doesn't like fruit? I wish I wish the audience could have seen the shock on August's face in particular. It was as if a ghost had jumped out the moment you said that. Now look, I know I'm not, I'm not a role model. Kids should eat fruit, it's very healthy, it's good for them. I just happen to not like it. What do you not like about it? Sometimes it's really sticky. Sometimes I don't like the way it smells. My kids love fruit, and they go through so many apples specifically. We never go to the doctor because we don't have to. They just eat so many apples. We're going through bags of apples a day. I don't have to call too much attention to the fact that I think fruit is no good and I don't like to eat it. Brady is so now. Brady is the shocked one. August has accepted this information and is rolling with it. it. Brady, Brady, you look like you just found out that the Earth was falling into the sun. Are you going to be okay? be able to recover. <laughs> <laughs> so, Brady, what's your favorite fruit? Apples. Whoa. All right. Ready to ready to jump the gun with that. And what's your what's your favorite way to have apples? Is it just like uh just little mini slices. Sometimes I have them whole, but most of the time I just slice them up. Okay. And August, what about you? I mean, you can say apples don't don't feel pressure to. I think mine would probably be between a peaches and strawberries. Okay. They're both really good. Both yeah. very I good. like basically every fruit. Mm. All right. Well, so the balance in the universe is restored because Brady likes mostly every fruit and Elliot does not like mostly every fruit. So I think we're I think we're coming out win-win here. Oh, as long as long as there's balance. Well, this talk is making me hungry. Johnny, Johnny Appleseed. Appleseed. What? That's me. The OG boss of Applesauce. <laughs> coming to you thanks to the Who Was app. The Who Was app never fails to connect us with the past. Y'all mind if I take a seat? My dogs are barking. Well, of course, Johnny. Feel free to take your shoes off, too. Uh, that's just my feet. <laughs> I'm not a shoe guy myself. I like to feel nature between my toes, you know? Oh, oh sorry. I mean... Gross. Well put, B. No kidding. When well put, Brady. Well, as long as we have you, Johnny, would you like to help us with our first game? But don't get your feet anywhere. <laughs> oh, don't worry. My friends, it would be an honor. The honor is all ours. Eric, let's have that true or false intro, please. 
True or false? Is it true or is it false? Is it false or is it true? Is it true that it was false? Or is it false that it was true? True. True, true or false? Okay, here's how this game works. Johnny Appleseed will read a statement, and you'll tell us whether it's true or... False. False. You guessed it, yeah. And since it's our first game, each question is worth one point. August, you'll be going first. True or false? During my travels, settlers would offer me a place to stay overnight, and I sure love sleeping in a nice warm bed. False. That's right, it's false. Johnny loved sleeping outside. He'd cover himself with a blanket of leaves to stay warm, and if the weather was bad, well, he'd construct a small hut or sleep in a hollow tree. We call that the raccoon suite. Okay, the next question is for Brady. True or false? In order to get apple seeds from my orchard, I'd eat 60 apples a week. That's 8.57 apples a day to keep all the doctors awake. False. You got them from Cider Mills. Yeah, I'm going to tell you all about it. You're right. All right, then go, go, go. <laughs> okay, I'm, I'm, I'm trying. Cider Mills in many towns would mash their leftover apples to make apple cider and just throw away the apple cores. Johnny considered this a waste because cores contained seeds. The good news is, since the mills consider them trash, Johnny could have the seeds for free, proving once again the old saying, multiple cider mills trash is a barefoot man's treasure. Who says that? Yeah, but, yeah. It's an old saying. Lots of people say it, right? You've heard it before. No, that's definitely not. You've never heard that before? Nope, never in my life. <laughs> well, you heard it now. The next question here is for August, so listen up, August. True or false? Back in my day, farmers did not fertilize their land. My day was a while ago, but I assume you kids still love farmer trivia. True. That's right, it's true. After several seasons of crops, soil loses its richness. Today, we use fertilizer to maintain the soil, but back then, people would just move on and look for fresh land to farm on, leaving that soil behind them. The next question is for Brady. True or false? I'd only work on my orchards for a month or two, and the rest of the year, I'd just put my feet up and let the money roll in. False. That's right, it's false. Johnny's orchards kept him busy year-round. In the fall, he'd go to cider mills and collect those precious apple seeds we heard about. In the winter, he'd fix his orchard fences, and these helped keep animals from using his trees as food. In spring and summer, he tended the orchards, clearing the land and planting seeds. And he was also a traveling salesman, selling apple seeds and seedlings to settlers. Selling apple seeds and seedlings to seedlings to settlers. Try saying that three times fast. Talk about a multitasker. <laughs> Yeah, no kidding. Elliot, no time for tongue twisters. It's the end of the game. True, 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 true or false. You know, people used to say it was hard to know what was true and what was false about me because there are always so many stories going around. I'm real impressed with how well you kids did. Absolutely. That was a great round. <laughs> well, folks, this was real fun, but you know me. I don't stay in one place too long, so I ought to get moseying. Johnny, wait, before you go, we'd love to know what your favorite Apple product is. Why, the iPod Nano, of course. <laughs> Peace, fellow travelers. Jay Appleseed out. Who was that? Whew, and here I thought we were only having one humorist on the show today. Yeah, yeah. No kidding. Yeah, everybody's a comedian, including me. We're all humorous today, so let's plant ourselves right here because we'll be checking in with producer Jane for our scores after this break. Eric, please play us some napping in a hollow tree music, please. I'm just a little squirrel. 
parents ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids, where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiments and Billy made Raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! <laughs> Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Who Was Podcast. Today we're learning all about who was Johnny Appleseed and who was Mark Twain. And now, back to your host, Elliot Kalin. Thank you, B. Now let's hear from the apple of everyone's eye, producer Jane, with the scores. That's so nice of you to say. And it's also fun to say that August and Brady both have two points. That's right. So far, it's a tie game. August and Brady are neck and neck. So let's move on and find out who was Mark Twain with four fast facts. Four fast facts. Mark Twain was born in 1835 and died in 1910. He is known as the father of American literature. Many of his stories, like The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn and The Adventures of Tom Sawyer, came from his own boyhood adventures growing up in Hannibal, Missouri. And he has a patent on an unsuccessful history of trivia game called Memory Builder. Four Fastbacks. That's right. Mark Twain tried to do his own Who Was Quiz show, and mm-hmm. it didn't work out. This is the only way in which we are way better than Mark Twain. Take that, Mark Twain. Yeah, it was, but it, to be fair, it was before podcasts were invented. True, true. That's true. That's true. It was very hard to do a podcast back then. So, August Brady, are you readers? Do you like reading books? Oh, I love reading. Actually, um, I read The Adventures of Tom Sawyer and The Adventures of Huckleberry Finn. Did you really? What did you think of them? I liked both books. And I think, as it kind of talked about in the book of Mark Twain, he really went in depth with the adventures of Huckleberry Finn and delving into topics like racism and greed. He was someone who, he was a great storyteller and he liked to tell jokes too, but yeah, he had a lot on his mind about what was going on in the America that he was living in and what ways it could be better. In what ways people at the time didn't see what was going on around them that maybe they could change. And that's something that I really admire about him. Also, that he wore this totally white suit all the time, and it never seems to have gotten dirty. Yeah, I have no idea how that happened. Uh, Yeah, Brady's holding up the cover of the Who Was Mark Twain book. He's wearing this all-white suit, and he looks impeccably clean. I just, I I know the minute I put that suit on, it would be covered in dust. And of course, I'm sure you're both very familiar with one of my favorite books, The Power Broker by Robert Caro. The story of how Robert Moses became one of the most powerful men in the world of New York City construction. listen, August Brady, even when we're doing a quiz show not about authors, Elliot will bring up... um, this book, so feel free to tell him you haven't read it. Let's just say it's the most exciting 1,100 pages of of serious history writing you'll ever read. Yeah, why not? I'll tell you what, read a page a day, and it'll only take you about four years to get through the book. Easy. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) All right, well, we've talked about some great books. B, we should go to the library after the show and check them out. What do you think? Ooh, I think that's a great idea. In fact, there's a book bag right here that we can take with us. 
Ooh, ooh, it's heavy. You know, another word for book bag is backpack, and I'd bet my bicycle it's so hefty because it's time for our next game, Backpack from the Past. Backpack from the Past, baby! We have a backpack that contains some of Mark Twain's own personal objects that he owned from his own person. We'll describe those objects for our contestants and the listeners at home. Contestants, you will choose which multiple-choice answer best describes it and its importance in his life. Since this is our second game, each question is worth two points. Brady, this first object is for you. All right, I'd like to hear that. I found the helm or a steering wheel of a boat. Why would that be in Mark Twain's backpack? Is it because A, he was once a pirate named Captain Mustache, or B, he was once a steamboat pilot? Uh, B, he was once a steamboat pilot, and he got into an accident with one of his brothers, Henry, and he didn't want to do it again, but he kept steamboat sailing. That's right, and the answer is B. As a young man, Mark Twain decided he wanted to live his childhood dream of being a steamboat pilot. As you mentioned, though, being a steamboat pilot didn't really work out for Mark Twain, but he did love the life on the river so much that he changed his name from Samuel Clemens to Mark Twain, which means Mark Two Fathoms, and a fathom is a measurement for depth. Yep. Yeah, it's a, it used to signify a safe, safe depth for steamboats to travel. If it's by the two knots, that means you're almost in danger, but not yet. Oh. Wow. Good to know. That's a good... So anyone listening who wants to be a steamboat pilot, this is good information. You should be writing this down. Okay, the next object in the backpack is for August. Whoa, it's a can of blasting powder. Kind of wish we'd known this was in here before B dropped the backpack on the table. I still would have done it. I live dangerously. That's very true, and it scares me. Did Mark Twain need this because A, he became a prospector, or B, he decided to build a fireworks factory? Uh, A. Right. The answer is A. At one point, Mark Twain lived in Nevada, where one of the world's largest silver deposits called the Comstock Lode was found in 1859. Mark hoped to find his fortune there, saying that he succumbed and grew as frenzied as the craziest. Unfortunately, he would not find his silver lining and soon left prospecting behind him. Now let's see what this next object has in store for Brady. All right, ooh, Elliot, grab the backpack for me, would you? I mean, this thing is stuck. Here, one, two, three. Whoa! Ooh, gosh, it's the Parthenon, usually found in Athens. Today, it was tucked away in Mark Twain's backpack. Was he going to, A, going to remodel it for an HGTV show called Flippin' History, or B, working as a travel writer? I think I'm going to use process of elimination here. I think I'm going to go with A. I'm so sorry. The answer is B. The answer is B. Mark loved to write and he loved to travel, so I'm sure he was a happy camper when three newspapers sponsored his trip to Europe and the Middle East, paying him $20 for each travel letter he sent them. One of the many landmarks he wrote about was the Parthenon from Greece, and we should really get a selfie in front of it, B, before we have to send it back. That's pretty amazing. August, this next object is all about you. Okay, it's all for you. Hey, check it out. It's a microphone. Okay, I'm gonna I'm gonna try it out. Thank you. Thank you very much. Check one, check two. On your left, you'll see the Statue of Liberty. That's just microphone stuff. It's things people say in the microphones. Uh, I'm sure it's clear why I, I would need a microphone. But why would Mark Twain? Was it because A, he started a band called Tom Sawyer and the Fence Painters, or B, he gave lectures? B, I think. 
That's correct, the answer is B. So before TV and movies, people went to lectures for information and entertainment. Mark's friends thought he would be a great lecturer and suggested he give it a try. He was very nervous, but Mark discovered he was not only great at it, but he liked it too. And just to be clear, Mark Twain lived in the time before microphones were invented, but the backpack from the past sometimes speaks to us through the magic of metaphor. And kids, remember, a metaphor is one less than a meta-five. Backpack from the past, baby. Okay, we're going to take a quick break while Jane calculates the scores. Eric, please play us some traveling music, if you would. There's no room in the overhead bin. Salut, who was ours? C'est moi, Marie Curie. You may remember me from winning multiple Nobel Prizes or perhaps from my episode of the Who Was podcast where I played myself. I wanted to take a moment to read one of my favorite reviews about the Who Was podcast. <clears throat> this is from Shaken Bay and it reads, Loved this. Me and my little sister love this show. More please, our fave is Harriet Tobin. If you want to hear your review read on the air, make sure to subscribe, like, and review to the Uwas podcast in the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Au revoir, or should I say, à bientôt! When the clock is started. Parents, ready to discover a new educational and interactive podcast for kids? Join Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids where episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We learned how to recycle at the beach. That was great fun. Callie, what do you say? It was. And that time when we did the science experiment and Billy made raisins dance. That is so cool, Billy. He did. <laughs> Not to mention when a certain Elliot took up swimming classes with Lisa. That was me! Bet you can't catch me. I'm going to catch you. All this fun and more in our Stories for Kids. Lingo Kids Stories for Kids is now available on StoryButton, the kid-friendly device for screenless podcast listening. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the Who Was Podcast. Today we're learning who was Johnny Appleseed and who was Mark Twain. And now back to your host, Elliot Kalin. Thanks, B. And now without further ado, let's go to producer Jane for the current scores. Thank you, Elliot. It's still very close with Brady four points and August six. Boy, howdy. Both of you contestants are really sharp. Ooh, they sure are. And it reminds me of something my music teacher used to say, always be sharp, which also reminds me that I never did change my name. In your defense, that's a lot of paperwork. You know what? Last name reminds me that it's time for our last game. And that game is Converge of Greatness. In this multiple-choice game, we'll explore how Johnny Appleseed and Mark Twain connect, overlap, or converge. 
Choose the best answer for each question. And because we're dealing with double the history, each question will be worth triple the points. That's right, three points each. Ready? The first question goes to August. B, fire when ready. All right, August. Mark Twain and Johnny Appleseed are both pseudonyms or names other than their real names. What was Johnny Appleseed's real name? Was it A, John Chapman, B, Johnny Storm, or C, Jonifer J. Appleseed III? A. That's right, the answer is A, John Chapman. John earned the nickname Johnny Appleseed because he planted thousands, that's right, thousands of apple seeds in America's Midwest. He'd become a legend in his own lifetime due to this accomplishment. And as we all know, legends get cool names, just like me, Elliot the Rock Kalen. The next question is for you, Brady. Mark and Johnny each loved the outdoors. What did Mark call his childhood home of Hannibal, Missouri? Was it A, a place where plans come together, B, a town like any other, or C, a boy's paradise? C. That's right, the answer is C, a boy's paradise. Mark and his friends would fish, swim, and pretend to be pirates. Uh, unfortunately, Mark almost drowned in the river nine times. Even paradise has its dangers, which is kind of the thing he would write about in the future. Because he played hooky from school. Mm-hmm, he was what we would call a bad kid. But he became a great writer. No, he wasn't really a bad kid, he was a good kid. Yeah, he's good at spelling. Can you imagine how important it would be to know how to spell in the days before your computer would correct your spelling for you? You know how hard that is? Yeah, if, if you wrote it wrong on a piece of paper, the paper wouldn't put a red squiggly line underneath to tell you that the word was spelled wrong. You just never know. Anyway, the ball's in your court. August, this question's for you. Mark and Johnny were both known as storytellers. While Johnny mostly told stories to the settlers he sold apple seeds and seedlings to, Mark was known on a larger scale. His first break as a writer was working for his brother, Orion, as a A, a plumber, B, writer's assistant on The Amazing World of Gumball, or C, a reporter for the Hannibal Journal? I believe, if I remember correctly, it's C. That's right, the answer is C. Mark Twain wrote humor pieces, poems, and local news stories for the journal, and his work helped sell more copies of the paper. However, Orion didn't like that Mark stretched and sometimes invented the news. Orion felt journalism should be fact, not fiction. Perhaps Mark Twain should have worked for J. Jonah Jameson instead. Then he could have written about what a menace that Spider-Man is. Okay, Brady, the final question of the game is yours. Mark Twain and Johnny Appleseed, like a lot of people, didn't find immediate success. Mark had many jobs that didn't work out before becoming a beloved writer. And Johnny found that the market for apples wasn't very good in the first town he settled. What was the name of that town? Was it A, Orange, New Jersey, B, Warren, Pennsylvania, or C, New York City, which has only been known as the Big Apple since 1974. Oh, B, 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 Are you answering B or are you telling B something? B. Wait, is that, you're saying B's name or the answer B? Answer, oh, okay, answer, the answer, answer B. Yes, well, you're right, the answer is B. Warren, Pennsylvania. Johnny made his way to Warren only to find out that it wasn't much of a town at the time. It turned out it was a single log cabin inhabited by a land salesman. Within a year, Johnny planted another orchard 50 miles away in the town of Franklin. Settlers passed through Franklin all the time on their way west, 
and it was a much better market, and Johnny worked there for several years. Like the saying goes, it takes a long time to become an overnight success planting and selling apples all over America. That's the full saying. You can't just make up sayings. I mean, I'm saying them. It kind of becomes a saying if I say it. Ugh, I've got a couple of Orion Clemenses right here telling me I can't I can't stretch the truth and make up stories. I guess I'll go leave and write some novels then. That's the end of Converge of Greatness. Oh, the end of that game and the end of everyone telling me I can't make up sayings means it's just about the end of the show. While Jane tallies the score, I'd love to hear from our contestants first. Okay, what was something that you were surprised to learn about Mark Twain and Johnny Appleseed? Was there something kind of special or memorable or that really surprised you about either of these two figures from history? August, let's start with you. Well, it's kind of sad, but I something that stuck out for me that three of his four children and his wife all predeceased him. But he still powered through that and was able to write numerous, very famous, witty novels that were very powerful. Yep, yeah, that's this. This is Mark Twain we're talking about. Yeah, he he suffered a lot of tragedy in his life, and he lost a number of members of his family. And in a way, I wonder if finding out what he had to say about the world and writing it was a way that he could figure out his emotions about those things too and kind of work his way through them. And we're all better off for him being able to push through it because we have his amazing books that we can still read today. And there's something exciting about that, that he wrote them so long ago, but you read them today and you're like, this is still an amazing book. This is still really powerful. That's great. And Brady, was there something about either Mark Twain or Johnny Appleseed that really stuck out to you? Probably Johnny Appleseed what stuck out was probably how he never had a wife. It can be hard to find someone to partner with you when you want to live inside of hollowed logs and just travel the country planting trees and not wearing shoes. Yeah, that's what happened in my last relationship. <laughs> I'm always about those hollow trees. <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, B is really dedicated to hashtag Appleseed Life, and it can be hard to find a partner that, that feels the same way about it. Like the uh, animal that I am named after, I like living in a tree, swinging off a branch, you know, just like in a hive. What can you do? Nothing. Nothing. Just makes it hard to find somebody who understands that. Maybe your husband should be Donny Appleseed. Oh, you know what? I like that idea. Maybe I'll go. Maybe I'll go call Donny Appleseed. Who was that? Well, this has been a very uh, surprisingly emotional and surprisingly powerful uh, moment of talking to our contestants about these two historical figures. Now it's time, though, for the big moment. Jane, will you please announce our winner? Oh, Elliot and B. It was so close for so long, but in the end. August at 12 points, Brady 10. August is our winner. Oh, it's a close All game. Right. You both close played game. great. Congratulations, August. Thank you so much. We found out shortly before the game that August and Brady had wagered some Sour Patch Kids on this match. But you know what? You both played so well. I think you both deserve to have some. All right, August, I owe you that Sour Patch Kid. I'll send you later. You'll network after the show. August, you did a great job. You have 10 seconds for shout outs. Go for it. Who would you like to thank for your victory today? My family, Brady, for being a really good competitive contestant with me. Anytime, my guy. And my books, really, and my teachers, and everyone who's kind of guided me along this path. That's great. That's, what a sweet way to put it. That's fantastic. And, 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 and now my teachers will get books. 
That's true. That's true. Because our winner in the library of their choice were receiving a selection of Who Was Books. And I'm going to give a shout out to intern Zach, Jane, Eric, Sanjay Rao for being our Johnny Appleseed. And of course to B. And a big thank you to both of our contestants who played a fantastic game today. And most of all, thank you to you at home or wherever you are for listening. Next week, join us again as we found out who was two more amazing figures from history. Until then, this is Elliot, not actually The Rock. Please don't sue me, The Real Rock, Kalen, saying, we're history. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you. Got a question for any of our famous figures? Send us a voice memo at thewhowaspodcast at gmail.com. It might just end up on the show. The Who Was Podcast is produced by Radio Point, iHeartMedia, and Penguin Workshop and is based on the best-selling Who HQ series published by Penguin. Hosted by Elliot Kalin with co-host Megan O'Neill as B. Also starring Jane Baker as producer Jane, Eric Shackney as Eric, and Sanjay Rao as Johnny Appleseed. Executive producers are Richard Corson, Alex Bach, Elliot Kalin, Megan O'Neill, Daniel Powell, and Houston Snyder. Executive producer for Penguin Workshop is Francesco Sedita. Executive producer for iHeartMedia is Lindsay Hoffman. Written by Elliot Kalin, Megan O'Neill, Jane Baker, and Devin Coleman. Produced by Bernie Kaminsky and Taylor Kowalski. Our talent producer is Jane Baker. The theme song and the music were composed and performed by Eric Shackney. Edited and mixed by Kate Moldenhauer. Recorded by Joanna Samuels. Special thanks to Zach Timpson, Charlotte DeAnda, and Michael Lewis Howard. Sound services provided by Great City Post. It's the Who Was Podcast, because it's time to play the Who Was Podcast.